At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. All right, this is Bob Cahoon back again with Rocket Shop, and with tonight's second guest, we have Nate Wright. I said it. I said it. I said it correctly. <laughs> I said it right. So yeah, exactly. So Nate, you're probably currently most well known as the horn section of Gang of Thieves, but you're here to talk to us tonight about a different project you're working on. That's right. So this is the, what do you call it, the Trombone Shorty Project? Well, it's, it, it is the Trombone Shorty Project. Uh, technically, it's called Nate Wright and Friends Play Trombone Shorty. Um, it's a, it's a pretty much an idea I had to uh, kind of create a whole night of covering a really like one of the most dynamic young brass performers. Oh, it's just one of the great performers going on uh, right now, Trombone Shorty and his band. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to create a, a whole a whole night of not only playing that music, but just a whole night of great funk. So we have a, a great funk band that's going to open the night. Uh, this is one, actually an idea of a project for a specific night at Nectar's October 11th. Um, we're going to be playing. And um, there may be there may be some opportunities after that as well to to continue the project going, but in itself, it's a kind of an ambitious undertaking just because this is all uh, music that is for a, a pretty large band, and of course when you you have that either you have to have a whole bunch of dedicated musicians who are all like oh yeah okay now we're gonna learn all this music and we're all gonna listen and spend all this time, or you have one person in this case myself who's gonna be like okay I'm gonna listen to all the music and write music out for everybody so that we can rehearse and, and learn it together. So I've been spending the last um, you know, month or, or a couple months really just working on transcribing and arranging all these uh, recordings um, from Trauma Shorty, all these different songs by ear so I can write out all the parts and then rehearse and um, this is uh, an opportunity to you know, not only showcase the music but have an opportunity to be showcased as a frontman, which is uh, something I haven't uh, done a ton of as, as of yet necessarily in this context, uh, which I'm very excited about. I have a really, really great band on board, kind of also showcasing some of the great musicians from the Burlington area who are in other great bands like uh, the Jake Whitesell, uh, Barry Sachs player is, is in the Cat Wright band, uh, which is a, obviously a great band we know, which now that I'm kind of around town more and, and uh, able to do things not um, being with Gang of Thieves on the road all the time. I'm just playing a couple things with them locally. Uh, I've gotten to play with that band. Um, also, uh, the tenor saxophonist Matt Dollar is a part of a great band called Swimmer. Uh, Sean Keogh is playing guitar. He's from Dr. No, also a former Gang of Thieves member with me. Marshall Dominguez playing guitar. who's a great guitar player who's also played with Dr. No and Grundle Funk. And um, Josh West is the drummer for Annie in the Water who's playing with us. Matt David is playing bass with us. He may, he's also known as uh, the saxophonist from Barica and uh, has also played with Grundle Funk. And Kevin Avery, great trumpet player, has played with all kinds of bands. So it's like a really cool band. That's a big band. That's seven people plus me, so it's eight of us. Okay. So three horns plus myself, so four in total. So you actually have a horn section. Yeah, this, this is a horn section. Well, I mean, when you see Trombone Shorty Live, generally he has a horn section as well. Right. Of course, Trombone Shorty's playing trombone 
and trumpet. Really incredible player on both, and he's singing as well. I'll be playing trombone and singing, um, but I, I don't I don't play the trumpet, so I'm not <laughs> not attempting that. Um, well, I, I will have my whole uh, effects rig that that people may recognize from the from the Gang of Thieves. Um, so I'll be doing some of that as well, which is fun. But I'll have uh, Kevin playing playing trumpet parts, and you know we'll be opening up sections and, and sharing solos around. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really great night. I'm really excited mm-hmm. for this band and for this show. Yeah. So that sounds like a perfect time to listen to something from Trombone Shorty, and then I'm gonna ask you some questions about what it was like to try to transcribe something of his for a different group of people. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what do we want to play here first? Let's play let's play a track um, called Back of Town. It's off of the uh, same titled album, Back of Town, uh, one of his earlier albums, and uh, it's a rocking track. Alrighty, we're ready. So that was Trombone Shorty. What was the name of that track? That was called Back of Town. Um, and we'll be, we will be playing that at, at the show at, at Nectar's, uh, along with uh, many others. Okay, so I, did, I do want to ask you about 
What is it like to take one of his songs and transcribe it for a whole different set of musicians? Different than his set of musicians, but it also sounds like different than what he plays, because if he's doing trumpet and trombone, and you're just doing trombone, it what's that process different. like? Yeah, well, I, I mean, first, there's a... Uh, there, there are a few different challenges. I mean, one is just, you know, so, some of the, so, uh, the forms and the music of the song, some of it's kind of basic, um, depending on the song, maybe like the chord progression or, or the drum part or something. And a lot of times I am making separate parts for drums or, or a part for bass and drums that is instructions what the, you know, what the drummer's doing. Um, but in, in terms of that, I think usually he has a, maybe a couple sax, saxophones in his horn section that he's playing trombone and trumpet alternating. Um, on the records though, recorded, a lot of times there are several layered parts, trumpet parts, trombone parts. So I'm doing my best, um, the best I can to recreate that sound, which uh, you know allows me actually have trombone and trumpet playing at the same time, which is something that he doesn't do live because he is playing both. <laughs> kind of hard to do. <laughs> um, I mean, he does just about everything else uh, amazingly other than play two instruments at once, which is, um, I mean, probably a good thing. I don't know what that would sound like. Um, <laughs> But anyways, um, so th there's, there's that a little bit of arranging to do, but the parts are actually already there. So a lot of times I'm taking, uh, I'm th saying like, oh, this is kind of a trumpet lead thing, but I'm actually going to play this part as, as the lead. And then this other kind of section thing that might have a couple of layered trombone parts and some sax parts mi mixed in there, I'll, I'll give to the other, you know, the other guys. Or maybe I'll, you know, on one song, be, oh, well, I'll feature, um, you know, the trumpet will 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 play some stuff here, and then I'll blend in. So it's a little bit of of you know kind of picking and choosing mm -hmm. what to do, uh, you know, along with you know listening and picking out all the harmony parts. Usually I start with the bass part. I'll just listen and get the form of the song right down the right out the bass part, and and you know hear the song. And, and I guess it's it's partly difficult too because I'll, I'll listen. I'll just start like jamming out to the songs. Like, oh, this is <laughs> sick! Yeah, I love this. And then I'll get like, oh no no, I need to be focused. Um, otherwise, <laughs> I'm back it takes, to work. <laughs> it takes me all day. Well, I mean, it takes a long time to, to you know, write mm -hmm. out the music. But we've had uh, several rehearsals already with actually just the, the rhythm section, and the guys have been great. Um, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great, and, this, and the, the band really sounds great. Um, one one thing that I I love to play a, a a vocal a vocal thing that you know sure. one, one of the songs where trombone shorty singing. And also this this particular song also features. Um, Jeff Beck playing playing a guitar solo on the track, and that hit Jeff that that um, solo will be played by by Sean Keel or he'll you know he'll improvise his mm -hmm. own thing. But there's a, there's a, a a great guitar feature for for Sean on that, and also there'll be a great guitar feature for Marshall, um, which is another song that has a Warren Haynes solo on it. So pretty cool. Uh, he's really trombone short. He's just got a lot of a lot of different cool stuff on. On there. So this this song's called uh, "Do to Me," okay, and it's it's on the For True album. Alrighty.
showing up tonight, so to show and prove. I know you feel so good when you're feeling the groove. And I can show you how it's done. But hold on, not so fast. You got the feeling, make the fire last. You want to feel it from me, I want to feel it from you. I say, what you gonna do? Or what you gonna do to me? What I'm gonna do to you? I bet you like it. Like it. Late night, or with the lights down low, safe and sound by the bedroom door. I bet you still won't move, I bet you still won't move. And then you shake it like you did before. Crazy to be holding out, waiting till no one's around. There's no better place than here, there's no better time than now. That was nice. So listening to that and listening to the vocals with Trombone Shorty, 
is this your first time le- as lead vocalist of a band, or have you yeah. done this before? Um, this is, I mean, I, I've, I've sang a, a couple times. Um, I've, I performed singing a few times, but never, like, lead vocalist on stage with a, with a band doing, like, a full night kind of thing, which I'm really excited about. I mean, I've always sang. I've sang since I was a kid, and I actually took vocal lessons as well when I went to Eastman School of Music. I was, I mean, I was studying trombone there, um, but I did take vocal lessons, and I've always sang, and I was singing a lot of background vocals with uh, Gang of Thieves, um, both on, you know, on live shows and also in the, the full, full-length album that I was a part of, the Born to be Loud album. But um, this is a great opportunity for me, and it's, I mean, it's so easy to, you know, to just jump right into to the singing the trombone shorty stuff just because his songs are, he, he writes great songs, he writes good lyrics, and it's easy to get into them. Um, and it's not an overwhelming amount of uh, material. I think there's about six six songs where there's a okay. a lead vocal track. So out of we're gonna do probably about fifteen. And it's an hour and a half of music we're gonna do. Um, so you don't have an hour and a half of singing, not an hour which and a half is good. Of singing, so. but I mean, also the singing obviously is interspersed with uh, right. know, playing. And I, most of the songs I'm singing, I'm just playing a little bit, maybe playing a solo, maybe playing a little section here. But it's great to have a really fantastic horn section that's going to be, you know, playing all this stuff. And it's been, you know, the arranging thing has been a challenge to, to uh, figure out exactly how to cover everything to really try to replicate the recorded, the recorded sound. Mm-hmm. But it's been fun. And so as you, you were writing and transcribing all of this and then you brought it to back to your band, did, have you found the songs changed a little bit once they started getting involved? Um... Well, not so much, um, not so much morphed up th- that way. There, I mean, there's yeah, sure. There's little things that will, you know. Of course, there's little things that someone different. throws something out. And yeah, and, and and that's great too. I mean, at, you know, at first when you're starting, you're you know trying to, you know, find the find the right the right feel and get all the the parts down. But then there's different. There, there's a lot of things where you're like, oh well, they're kind of doing this kind of thing on the recording, but that's you know, th- this is kind of how they were doing that but maybe we should kind of do it mm-hmm. this way that'll work well for us for the live situation or maybe we should do this with this section so there's a little bit of that you know and also mm-hmm. sometimes you play like oh man well we really need to you know play that part twice or there was this one harmonized guitar line or there was a, a guitar line that um you know one of the guys was playing and they're like oh no like keep playing that i want to harmonize it you know so <laughs> there's a little things like that that'll be in there that throw something in so somebody really knows trombone shorty they're still going to have some surprises in there for oh yeah there'll be a couple surprises nice. and and uh it'll, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for any any musician fan any musical fan any musician or anyone who who just wants to see a really dope high energy show with a lot of really great uh-huh. players um it's gonna be it's gonna be a great night so i as I was reading about this and thinking about it a little bit, I wondered, does Trombone Shorty know about this? You know, I, I, I probably not, but... Uh, I, I'm just curious. I mean, you know, I mean, there's the internet out there. You never know what's going to pop up on something, right? right? I mean, I'm not sure if he's, like, zeroed in on Burlington, Vermont right now, but, uh, you know, you never know. And, uh, I, you know, it's definitely since I've, dis- you know, since I discovered Trombone Shorty and I became a fan of his music, and especially now that I'm learning it... Um, you know, I've, I've always said it's like, oh, I love trombone shorty. It would be really dope to like get to play with him on stage, mm-hmm. just like come in and have have a moment where we could both just like rip and shred trombone. <laughs> you know, like that would be cool. And you know, funny, I just found out the other day he's actually only like a little over a year older than me. Oh, really? I didn't know. I always figured it's yeah. like you know, you kind of oh, they're you know that. And, he's been doing this a long I time. Mean, and <laughs> trom- he started playing when he was four, and he's like he's been you know well known and and for many mm-hmm. many years he really 
started tearing it up at a very young age. All right, and, he, really, and he's from New Orleans, right? New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, so he that that's out of if there's a horn scene in the U.S. Yeah, or it's, a trombone it's, scene, or especially <laughs> trombone, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's from there, and he's just so talented. I mean, he also plays drums. He also, you know, obviously trombone and trumpet and singing, and is just a really amazing performer and musician. Like really gifted, um, and he's just what I love about him is he he just thinks of like the he naturally plays like just the killingest riffs, and he's got really great command of both trumpet mm-hmm. and trombone, and he's got great language and just great, you know, funk, just great funk lines. And you know, it's mm-hmm. just, I, as, there are a lot of you know great trombone players, but when there are only a few, I find it's like man, every time they're just like nailing it, like just the line that I want to hear. Yep. And uh, he's definitely you know one of one of those guys that that's been helpful for me. So it's fun to to uh, you know. Right. And so, so when he plays live, how how big is his band? About the same as what you're going to have behind you? About well, probably not quite that big. He, I think, I saw him live a couple of years ago at, at um, Shelburne Museum. Funny, actually, I'm wearing a trombone shorty shirt right now. There you go. Funny story, actually. <laughs> he, he actually threw the shirt from the stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he, he was there. You know, they threw out a couple yep. of t-shirts. He threw the t-shirt, and it was I was right there. I grabbed it. And it was my size, and I've been wearing, you know, I wear it all the time. <laughs> Serendipity sure. planted right. a seed, there, didn't it? <laughs> it didn't, you know, didn't even know. Um, but let's see, his his band is, uh, I think it's six six or seven guys okay. um, live, generally. He's got two two or three horns plus him, and then, I mean, I, I think it maybe, maybe it depends on the tour. I should, I should probably right. know this and be like, <laughs> you know. But, like, about that size, yep. but, um, of course, I have trumpet player mm-hmm. as well and i'm doing two guitars instead of i don't know if he has keys with his live band but on the recordings there are definitely some songs that have keyboards and that's another thing and I'll it's always hard to tell with a recording where they've gone over and overdubbed something there's, or you yeah, know who knows right of, and I'll, i'm really good at like listening from like thousands of hours of picking apart and transcribing and arranging all kinds mm-hmm. of different things you know from like complex jazz things to you know pop songs or whatever um so I'll hear like, oh man, there's this other guitar part that's like really faded in the back doing this other thing. Right. We can split up the guitars that way. Or it's like, oh, the keys are doing this. The guitar is doing this. Okay, so this guitar is going to have to cover that keyboard. You spend part. a lot of time in headphones then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do anyway. I'm just like one of those guys that walks down the street with headphones on um, just because I'm always listening mm-hmm. to music or, or learning something. Or I'll walk down, I'll, I, you know, because when you have headphones on, you don't realize how loud you're singing sometimes. <laughs> So I'll be the guy walking down the street just, like, singing along to something. And, you know, I just, you know, stop caring if anyone, you know, knows or... There's so many other things we should be caring about besides somebody singing when they're walking down the street. I think that's, hey, free music, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, that's right. So would you like to play one more for us here? Yeah, let's play a, a very rocking tune. What I, what also, one thing that I love about Trombone Shorty is that he's got some tunes that are very much just like, you know, that kind of funk or that New Orleans brass band mm-hmm. thing. But then he's got some that really have like a lot of rock rock influence. I mean, a lot of them have like the hip-hop influence, R&B, that kind of thing. But he's got some really cool like rocking tunes. Um, so this is like one of the heavier horn heavy tunes Um, it's called Where You At alrighty and uh, here it goes
Well, and that one ends abruptly. <laughs> we were chatting over here about trombone shorty. We got our own little private conversation <laughs> going on. on Just talking a little bit about trombone shorty and and the music business, I think, too, in just terms of what it's like to be an artist. <laughs> you know, and he's done well and turn, taken something that you wouldn't picture as being this big thing. Trombones today... Do you hear a lot of trombone players? But 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 they're the out there. But they're yeah. out there. And, and 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 all the different influences he has. And we were just talking a little bit about the guitars in this one being you know a little bit more of the grunge sound. And, and you're talking about all the different influences in his songs. Have, have you read much of his history? I mean, do you know where that came from for Trombone Shorty? Like, where is he drawing from to you get know, this? It's. I mean, I, I mean, I I have read you know about his you know his life. It doesn't it doesn't talk about you know the. You know that particular aspect of it, which also may have to do with you know his his band and the musicians he came up playing with. That ended up playing this music. Um, um, he you know wrote and co-wrote all of these songs, but it's you know it's always hard to know exactly what the process was like when you see a couple names on the album. I was, was just saying you know, I you know that I'd I'd love to. Uh, not interview him, but you know it would be cool to to, to talk to him and <laughs> sit down him. next to him on an airplane or something, yeah, you know, something, yeah, something, something like casual that. where you yeah. can just. <laughs> I you know that would be really it would be really interesting to to know because um, he's clearly just got all kinds of music in his head and it's just putting it out there and and uh, you know just doing doing great things and I've mm-hmm. heard he's a stand up guy I'm sure he is. And uh, so you, you said you saw him a couple years ago at Shelburne Museum. Yep. And has he been back since? It's, yes, was he, he was at Jazz here, Fest. I, he was at Jazz Fest, and I was, you know, planning on going. And then, um, actually, a really close friend of mine who I haven't seen in like six years was coming in from Australia for like a day, and it was the only time I could see him. And I had to go to Boston, so I I did do that, knowing that, you know, it might be longer before I had the opportunity to see him than Trombone Shorty. That said, um, I heard the show was great. Uh, my girlfriend went. There you go. Uh, she had a good time. Yeah, a little osmosis or <laughs> live vicariously yeah. through her. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, so, all right. So your show is going to be October 11th, Wednesday right? night, October 11th at Nectar's. At Nectar's, 9 p.m. doors open? Yeah, doors open at 9 p.m. Um, and Brick, so who's who's leading off? Brick Drop is playing. They're really fantastic funk fusion band. And are they Burlington. from Burlington, too? They're from yep. Burlington, yep. Um, they're really fantastic group of musicians. Um, and actually one of their saxophone players... Um, uh, Matt Dolliver is playing with us as well okay. on tenor sax. So uh, that that will be great. They're gonna they're gonna kill it. And uh, yeah, that's that's the the date. Um, I believe the cover is three dollars for the low low price of amazing funk bu- uh, for amazing funk music all night. Nice. Uh, so it should be should be fun. Maybe the weather. Maybe the warm weather. Well, not quite this warm. It's been <laughs> it's been a little ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> yes. We don't want this. But uh, you know, maybe you need a cool night nice. to bring to have people decide to go in and get a, yeah. a warm drink at Nectar's. Yeah, it's right? gonna get it's gonna get warm in Nectar's for sure. Um, anyhow, yeah, it's great. So. Nate Wright, thanks for coming in and sharing this with us. This sounds like it's going to be a wonderful evening. Why don't we play one more Trombone Shorty song? Sure sounds And great. we'll go out with that. And, Bob, thank you for having me so much. This um, let's play another heavier one. Why not? Because that'll be cool. This one's called Suburbia. All right, Suburbia Trombone Shorty. And will you be playing this one Wednesday? Oh, yeah. All the songs we've been playing are, are going to be performed um, by the band. All right. Sounds wonderful. Thanks. Here it is.